Hi, my name is Holly Treats. I'm a model, influencer, OnlyFans girl, and entrepreneur, and you're watching Folks Alert on Apple Podcasts. Welcome to the Folks Alert Show. My name is Kiko. My guest today is Holly Treat, better known as just Holly Holly. How are you? I'm doing great, Kiko. How are you doing? I can't complain. I'm, I'm happy that you're here. I'm doing better that you're here now. Thank you so much for having me today. Oh, no problem. Uh, I don't even know where to start. I, <laughs> I think I need to call you the, the female 007. If 007, if 007 was a was a female character, it would be you. I am honored that you have that faith in me. <laughs> no, you have that faith in yourself. The confidence that, <laughs> that doesn't really... Social media, your branding don't really do you much justice because aside from that, you're making a whole lot of power plays behind the scene that people don't really get to see, but they only see a part of you. And... I want to talk to you a little bit about that today. Absolutely. I can't wait. <laughs> See, I feel I, like you're going to just read me like a book. Well, I know you're a little bit better than the public does. So, it's true. so, you know, but I'm happy that you're here. Uh, first, take me back. Um, you, so you, uh, go ahead. You was going to say something? How far back? How far back? No, no, no. Well, I want to, I want you to take me back because... You've come a long way, right? You've come a long way, and it took a lot of strength, a lot of willpower, and a lot of determination for you to get to where you're at today, okay? Now, you talked a little bit in the public about your struggle with, um, with drug use, you know, a rebellious kid. And yeah. listen, we, listen, we all were, right? We all, at some yeah. point, yeah, we all were. Um, but you, you know, pulled yourself out of that and went to college, but take me back to that part, that period in time when you were dealing with all that and you, you know, you were giving your mom a lot of sleepless nights. What were, what were you thinking? Were you just trying to find your way in the world? It was crazy. There was this part of me that had this delusional understanding that I was going to be something someday. And I think that, like, I imagine that if I saw myself knowing what I know now and, like, mm -hmm. not knowing who I was back then, I would have been like, this girl's crazy. She thinks she's going to run businesses and have a good life, but she's, like, behaving like this. No way. Right. And so I, I think I just always had this understanding that I was going to stop and that it wasn't really who I was. You didn't really have a choice though. You, no. you were going to become successful one way or another. And yeah. And a, a, based upon your parents' background, right? Your dad's a mark. He, he comes from marketing, right? Yeah, he does. My dad um, is kind of one of, he's, he comes from the old ad world and 
he was kind of like one of those madmen guys that would come in with like a storyboard about these like crazy commercials that they wanted to do. And they were like really innovative, like wild, awesome marketing ideas. And so I guess I, did, I, I got that gene. <laughs> What's your mom's background? My mom went to art school and was always our art teacher. And she also has her, uh, does real estate as well. But she, I, I don't know. <laughs> You'd have to ask her. <laughs> now, sitting here today, right? Mm-hmm. Actually, wait, I take that back. My mom makes jewelry and in addition to all of that. And for the past couple of months, she has been teaching me how to make jewelry also. So that has been, I forgot to mention that part, but that part has been like key. Well, of course you got to throw that in because when she sees this interview, she'd be like, why didn't you mention my jewelry business? Like, why are you not <laughs> mentioning that I'm not only running your life and making sure you don't lose your mind, but also <laughs> teaching you how to make jewelry. Gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> of course. Yes. Uh, when you were dealing with your struggles, did you, I mean, obviously you probably had it in your mind that when you, I read an article, you said you were not going to become a statistic. Uh, you cleaned yourself up and decided to go to school and embrace mm -hmm. kind of following your dad's footsteps. Yeah. Th th was that by choice or was it based upon what you see your dad doing? You said, well, I'm gonna go to college and, and take up marketing. Um, I actually originally went to college for psychology, so uh, I actually unwillingly ended up on following my dad's footsteps because it's naturally what I'm good at. <laughs> and I tried, I tried every, um, it, I tried everything I could to not do it, but then it kept bringing you back. Huh? It kept bringing you back. It kept bringing me back. I was into design school. I learned how to use AutoCAD and do architecture. And while I was there, just thinking about how much money I'd make if I worked for a company like Ginsler or something like that, like um, doing doing architecture construction, I would be like, I I want to do marketing instead more. <laughs> like that's how it was for me. And it worked out pretty good for you. It did. I'm really glad that I followed I followed that instinct. Now. Tell me about you deciding to pursue modeling, right? And then mm -hmm. turning your marketing degree into marketing yourself into a brand. How did that come about? Because you, um, didn't, you didn't approach the modeling, just the modeling. You just said, hey, listen, I see an opportunity. I'm going to take advantage of it. Uh, I definitely had more experience with the internet and SEO and marketing before I discovered this side of the internet. <laughs> and you took advantage of it. Now I did. I, I wouldn't say took advantage. I leaned into it. It felt like, you know, the, the thing about this, when I started, it really has come a long way as an industry. It's gotten more professional. Like management was kind of this like weird esoteric, non-existent idea that it uh -huh. used to be so like there really weren't many other options than to just figure out how to do it yourself and so a lot of like the ogs are so technically good at this because it's like we had to literally just figure out how to do it ourselves and no one could teach us 
when when you got into the to, to the modeling and you figure well okay i'm good at this i got the look all right i'm going to brand myself how far do you think you were going to take this i've never fully identified as being a pretty girl i know that i know people who think i'm pretty don't understand that but for me i don't see myself the way other people see me so I had to like mentally accept, okay, a good um, like amount of people find me physically attractive. So I can identify that as true enough for them to be a, a tr like a proof of concept. Uh -huh. However, I don't look in the mirror every day and just go, yeah, I love my like, I'm not one of those girls that's like, oh, I love myself. Like I am so fine. Like I'm not one of those girls at all. <laughs> Recently, you went to the grocery store at your mom. Yes. And and this happens quite often. Okay. Uh -huh. Tell us what happened. <laughs> okay, so for everyone, uh so just I should just say my mom my entire family is so cool about what I do and I think it's because we all do some form of entertainment, marketing or art. And while it's not while while it's not like no one's specifically doing what I'm doing, it's everyone can kind of like understand the concept and loves me, you know what I mean? And so, <laughs> um, and we were at Whole Foods walking around. I kind of tune out, I think when people are looking at me cause I feel really socially awkward if I don't. And so it just helps me like stay in my little bubble. And so my mom goes, Oh my God. And just like says it so loud, like the room stops and everyone looks at her and she's right. like 75 year old, like she's a 70 year old little woman. And everyone's just like, and she goes, he's staring at you and he has a girlfriend. Do your mom realize that her daughter has got 1.8 million people following her on social media? Your page I had is very. You... conversation with her. I was like, you know, mom, you can't like put people on blast like that, as they say. <laughs> and she was like, he was so rude and I don't think that he should be using you like that. And I was like, mom, <laughs> here's the thing. <laughs> we're like literally like, that's what's so funny about me and my, like we're like literally in a public grocery store and my mom's like, he's using you. Um, <laughs> you, you, look, but, you, you look a certain way, right? You yeah. may not think that you're attractive or look at yourself like, or be conceited, but you are Holly. And Holly is, you know, a big deal on social media. Uh, I mean, yeah, but I, I don't want to like make people like scared of my mom. You know what I mean? She was just being a mom at the moment. I'm scared of my mom. <laughs> she, was, she will not let me ever step out of line. <laughs> she was just being a mom at the moment, but yeah. you are. You are who you are on social media. You you do get yeah. a lot. You do get a lot of attention, and it's it's you know it's understandable why people gravitate to you the way they gravitate to you. I look at your social media page, right? I go and look at your Instagram, and I go look at your TikTok, and you know I was coming up with you know um, like questions that I wanted to ask you, and knowing you personally and knowing you on social media, I don't think it does you any justice because people don't understand that what you do on social media is not by accident. All of it is by design. 
You just pull my card. Well, I'm not. I don't want to pull your card, but I, I. But I don't want you to come. I don't want people to think that you're the ditzy blonde because you're not. No. You got. You're making some major fucking moves, and you wouldn't have got to this point if it wasn't strategic, and that needs to be talked about. I appreciate you for saying that. Um, you know, as a society, and I'm right there with you also. We have a culture where we like to slam people in the public light because it, it's just our culture. You know, we like to make fun of Kim Kardashian. The royals are even kind of this like, you know, this thing. And so I appreciate all, always being seen as a human because <laughs> it's like, I may, be, I may do wild and crazy things for content, but that doesn't mean you're just gonna see me at the grocery store like with my mom. I'm not one of, I know there are creators like that, but uh -huh. I don't, not everyone is a creator like that, where you're just going to be like dropping down with your mom, like in the middle of a grocery, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not, I'm not like that. So I appreciate you seeing me. You, uh, you're very open. You're very candid about your struggles, right? Well, not too candid, but you're, you're very open about certain things, your struggle. Um, uh, and you share that on social media why why are you so open about your struggles and what you're going through with your struggle and it's a day-to-day -day thing for you is it to bring more awareness yeah you know i do talk to so many people mm -hmm. on a daily basis just because of the job like from all different parts of the world and it's just part of the job and so a general theme that I've been seeing is like people are really struggling right now and they've been struggling for a while. Sure. And I think that as people in the, it, like who are public figures, we shouldn't, we shouldn't make people like, like feel like they're alone by being like, no, I got, they have to see me being like, you know, extra flashy, extra, extra luxurious. It's like people need to relate to each other right now. People feel very divided and people can have whatever brand they want to have, but I just want to be a part of the solution and bring people closer and make people know like, Hey, like and all of us have struggles. Here are some of my struggles. It's gotcha. not, a, it's not, you know what I mean? It's not that big of a deal to have struggles as long as you're trying to do something about them. Absolutely. Let me play this yeah. clip. I want to come back and I want to talk to you about it. Yeah. Taking a little bit of a tolerance break from doing so much weed products, I have just been feeling kind of like my depression and ADD are not manageable right now. And my amazing therapist told me to first stop smoking so much weed. So it's my first day of it and I already feel like literally like my brain's working better. I don't really have any like long-term goals in mind. When I got sober from drinking, I definitely had long-term goals in mind with like never wanting to get into those situations again. But getting sober from weed is mainly just like, first of all, it doesn't work for me anymore. Like I don't feel it when I do it ever and it's because I'm doing so much. And I also feel like it makes me procrastinate and like it makes my already disorganized brain more disorganized. So y'all can do no, not November. I'm doing no weed November. <laughs> no weed, no no, no weed November. No, not November. I don't think people are going to go along with you. Um, no I weed? Don't... 
that's the thing like i don't it's not really for other people to go along with me it's mm -hmm. i'm stopping because i don't feel physically okay and gotcha. i think it's time for me yeah <laughs> like just for you to take a break it's just time for me to take a break yeah I, I, and I anyone you. else i know i have a couple of friends actually that we've opened that we, like we have a little support group amongst us we've just been doing a lot of weed lately like if we're going to be totally honest you know and i my friends have was having stomach issues i feel like my add is like preventing me from being productive and i feel like i'm not sleeping as well and so we all were just kind of like you know what we're not addicted, right? Like it, they say it's not supposed to be addictive. Let's stop right now. Or let's at least cut down and make the goal to stop for a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, and kind of like be there for each other. And it's not really that it's like weed is that bad. It's more that we all are having undeniable side effects of needing to stop. <laughs> you, you think it's the type of weed? I mean, do you like smoke regular weed or is it like edibles? It's that I'm doing cartridges and edibles and concentrates and that on average people are consuming more milligrams per day gotcha. of marijuana than they kind of ever have. <laughs> okay. So yeah. it's, so it's a con so it's not the traditional weed. So you don't like roll up. Yeah, I don't roll up weed anymore what i'm doing so i don't like full-blown withdrawal is at night um i'm having one joint but it really doesn't like because i was doing cartridges and edibles i'm not gonna lie like i hate to sound bad it really doesn't like feel like anything for me like i'm kind of like you know so um but i'm doing it just that way i don't fully like feel like a like a full stop and then probably in about two more days i'm gonna stop doing that too gotcha yeah tell me about how you manage social media, your personal life. Uh, do you have a schedule to how you create content? Because you have 1.8 million people following you. You got TikTok, you got Instagram, you got OnlyFans, you got your business on the side that you're running. How are you able to, to juggle it all? I don't know. <laughs> Well, me, I don't know if I am. Okay, uh, how, how does your day start? <laughs> how, what time What time does your day start? Uh, I wake up, I try to wake up at 6 a.m. Uh, I woke up at 6 a.m. when I used to work in an office and I feel like there have been times in my life where I've woken up later, but I didn't feel like I was as productive in those stages of my life. True. You said something to me in the pre-interview when we were talking. You said um, for anyone thinking about getting into the content creating business they need to really think about it and it might be beneficial or productive for them to have a normal job in order to create some structure yeah i also see that like people who have who who are veterans or who've been through some kind of you know, like I, I have a couple of badass male OnlyFans veteran girlfriends mm -hmm. and they are really regimented as well. I think that you just need to have something that teaches you how to have and maintain a routine and inherently understand why that's important. And for the average person who doesn't serve in the military, that's a job. Well, it helps you with discipline as well. Yeah, like having to show up 
or else <laughs> having to answer or else like that teaches you how to make yourself hold yourself to that standard because even though I'm my own boss right now I have to make myself show up got you and that's hard like I procrastinate and I have anxiety and I am an adult child and showing up is very difficult for me period so mm. it's like I'm super grateful that I did have that job training because in inside I have this like undying fire that's like don't disappoint yourself this would never fly at a normal job it's funny that you say that so <laughs> holding yourself accountable making yourself show up one may look at your social media pages oh well she's cute she's posting cute pictures and da da da, da and just think it's all and she's making all this money it seems like fun but they don't get a chance to see the work that goes in because we were having a conversation and you're like yeah i, I, I gotta get some sleep <laughs> i gotta get up and create content and you know your schedule is based upon you got your only fans day you got your instagrams day you got your tiktok days and, and then, what people don't see it is mm -hmm. it's like you may see all of those platforms, but what you don't see is like all of the little details, like one brick by brick that built that profile. And for example, like people don't know, like th this past year, I was crying my eyes out in the Uber on my way to probably one of the biggest collabs of my career. And I was crying my eyes out because I found out this, that this jerk had like cheated on me and lied about it. And I felt like an oh, idiot. Hold, hold on, and, hold on, a second, hold on. Hold and on. I literally hold, hold had to on. Pull stop, it stop, 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 uh -huh. stop. Hold on, back up. I just can't let you just say that and just move on. We got to back up a little bit. Wait, wait. So, Holly Treat, someone's cheating on you. He was really just the rebound to my super long-term boyfriend, but it still hurt because I didn't, I didn't, I don't lie, I didn't lie to him. You know what I mean? Okay. And so I just felt like it was my intelligence had been insulted and it was a huge waste of time. <laughs> so you're single now? Yes. Okay. Uh, what is the ideal guy for you? Honestly, I think that And, and here's why and here's why I asked this question. There is a video on your TikTok that I forgot to grab where you had you were wearing a yellow outfit. And you were saying, it, and the voice was saying, I, don't, I think, I don't remember who was the actor was saying, what do you want? What, what do you want? And you drop both of the items. So what does Holly want? You know, right now in this phase of my life, I think that I need to build myself up and build up my independent value as a woman. And the person that I want, I'll probably naturally find through common interests and common friends. And I think that right now, I've even talked about it with my therapist. You know, the pandemic really messed people up in a lot of ways. A lot of people are newly single right now. A lot of people were messed up before the pandemic and now they're extra. You know, it's just like, I think that now is a really good time that instead of dating to focus on building your own value as an independent human value if you're single. In, value independent human holly human yeah have, have you looked at yourself do you i mean you know what you have going on 
right? There, there's a whole lot of value around you. A lot. Of the value. guy that I'm supposed to end up with is really, really special, and I don't think I've met him yet. <laughs> what do you, when you say special, elaborate for me, please. He's impressive. He, it has his own identity and his own dreams, and he is his own space in the universe and isn't looking to neither control me or fit into me, but looking to join hands with me instead. Wow. You got a bunch of guys who are going to adjust themselves to, to meet <laughs> Holly's requirement. I don't think I, there's the per, there are multiple perfect people for every person. It just because someone's good looking or someone sounds like a good idea or something seems cool, there's so many people that you could like have chemistry with. Uh -huh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Don't just pick people because you like the idea of them. Pick people that you actually have chemistry with because there's enough people out there that you do. Do you do and since we're on this subject matter relationships being yeah. who you being who you are is it difficult uh -huh. to even get into a relationship because you're Holly treats right i mean there's a lot you people know who you are so do you find it difficult tr figuring out if the person is interested in you the person or the personality on social media um, it's a little bit to be determined. <laughs> I don't know if I've totally figured it out yet. I haven't been single for very long. My ex and I of eight years met mm -hmm. before I was hot before I was really like a big deal on social media. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know if I'm I don't know what dating in this kind of life is like yet, too, if we're being totally honest. But that's kind of why I'm so focused on on my on my own strength and stuff like that, because I feel like the right person will will find me or I'll find them. Okay. I think they'll find you. You think so? Yeah, I think they'll find you. I want before before we move on, I want to play this clip from 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 TikTok, right? Let me play this tick, this clip from TikTok, and then we'll come back and we'll move on because they need they need to see this. Hold on, where is it at? Oh, here it's right here. What do you want? What do you want? It's not that simple. What it's do you <laughs> want? God damn it! What do you want? What do you want? I get. I, you're right. It's not. It's just not that simple. It's not that simple. But the one one thing is true though, you can't have it all right out of the gate. So you have oh, I to like figure that. out what you can grow together with. I, I like that. I like that. You do have a lot right now. So I guess the remaining parts to you is going to be developed in time. I think so. Wonderful. Tell me this. Uh you're cool with a, a lot of female well, you got a lot of hot friends. Right, you got a lot of cute friends, gorgeous I friends. Do. Yeah, yeah, gorgeous. Hot, really, 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 really hot. Yes, yeah, yes, yes. With with a lot of influence on this net, okay. Yes. Uh. And that's a and listen, that's a different type of flex, okay. Yeah. It, it's it's one thing for you to be hot, okay, but everyone that you are associated with are equally as hot as you. 
what what is going out what is going out to a to dinner or a bar looks like with 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 a few of your hot friends i feel like i'm the quiet one actually when we go out all as a group you're the quiet one yeah i feel like i'm the quiet awkward one and i can't stop laughing and um and then what else monica is the first one to dance on a table for sure okay <laughs> you're talking about um, you're talk monica will be the huh monica yeah you're talking about bella swedish bella yeah yeah you're talking about Swe how you guys are pretty close let, let me let me throw a picture up yeah swedish, yeah you guys are you guys related uh, we we actually think that we are. So we're going to do a 23andMe and Ancestry test to see kind of like how related we are. But our moms look super alike. And we have like a lot of the same weird tendencies and like freckles in the same place. It's like stuff that is cool. <laughs> you know what I admire about the two of you? You know, you, guys, are, you guys create content together. But you don't overshadow each other you're very supportive of each other right? we are there's no, there's no jealousy you know and and that's and that's cool to see because typically when you look at females who are who are content creators you you see the cat fights the jealousy the animosity amongst them but with the two i mean i'm sure you have other friends but with the two of you you guys are pretty close you guys create content together and you don't see that you're very supportive of each other we are we've all the since the moment we met we were it we just had that energy that was like you're my forever person like you're my forever friend right. and we just always have been and like she's like on it like she's part of my family now <laughs> you know like she's straight up part of my family and like i i don't it's almost it's really almost difficult for me because of how close we are to even like it spoils me right it, like to have a creator friend like that that you get so tight with when it's still a professional industry so we mm -hmm. always have to kind of like you know what i mean like keep what we're doing in mind but it's like i don't know i could literally uh, like live in monica's closet forever <laughs> good deal i'd fit too <laughs> you will you would fit too i would fit yeah being being an influencer being who you are having this exposure on social media all platforms it brings unwanted attention where you have the trollers you have the weird dms there is yeah. a, a dm that someone sent you you put it you spoke a little bit about it on your um on your instagram i want to talk yeah. to you about that i know you get a lot of these and I mean, oh, this some, guy, right? Some of it you Oof. probably ignore, but what is this about? So I have been ignoring this guy for like three years and I've never even opened it to block him. You know what I mean? And, um, he was just sending kind of like the typical stuff that you would see. Mm -hmm. And then I started seeing him saying some really crazy things about how I should give him money and then like, like, like just crazy stuff. And then 
I was I started scrolling up in the conversation because I'm like, did he get scammed by like a fake Holly page or something? Right. And so I was trying to just like scroll up. I'm like, no, he literally just lost his mind, like, or somewhere between like August 16th through September 17th. He's a fan. Yeah. No, no, but he's he. When people start getting like um like they seem like they're gonna threaten me, they're not just a fan. Right. Yeah. But, you know, if you didn't open his DM, you probably wouldn't even know he exists. Right. I mean, I mean, I'll probably forget he exists in like three days. You know, what I mean? <laughs> if we're being totally honest, he'll, there will be another one, you know, right. but uh, <laughs> it's, it's just a little bit disheartening because I wish that we had a better. I wish that these platforms, specifically Instagram, Instagram is like especially ruthless to their influencers. Mm -hmm. There's really like we're bringing we're, we're bringing them all of their content that make people give them their engagement so you think that they kind of give us a they let people report us but they give us no way no recourse to report other people or to like even try to be good sumeritans so i just it's really disheartening it's funny you said that your page is verified so yeah. you have a different priority than maybe a normal instagram user yeah. Can you like contact, hey, listen, or, or tell them, hey, listen, this guy's harassing me, bullying me, or whatever the case? Um, so I did, and they don't care. They, I don't think that their reporting system works right now. Oh, maybe because of the layoffs. Yeah, because literally I reported all of the fake Holly accounts, and they said that they, the accounts did not violate the community guidelines, which they do because they're ripping off my content and my intellectual property. So I'd actually be really interested in getting a group of creators together um, to talk about Insta Instagram not really holding up their terms and conditions on their end. Let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Uh, content creators. They're not keeping Instagram safe. Well, no. But I want to, <laughs> you know, I want, like... I want to talk to you about that a little bit. Content creators yeah. bring, and you made a very interesting point, and I agree with you, and I'd like to expand on that a little bit. Content creators bring a great deal of interest to Instagram. Before Instagram right. was what it was, uh, it was the content created OnlyFans model that you know bring all this interaction. Yeah. But yet, once Instagram, I feel once Instagram got to where they're making enough marketing dollars, they started shadow banning the content creators. Yeah. Why? And we all knew what was going on as it was going on. They'll make press releases just acting like we're idiots and we don't and they don't hate us when they clearly do. Um, well, what, well, what would the platform be if the content creators boycott the platform? I mean, we already have, right? Like TikTok is getting way more hours from me and way more generosity from me than Instagram is. I, I, I pay TikTok. Mm -hmm. I like them so much. Instagram totally lost that opportunity with me. I think a lot of people have pulled their ad budgets out of Instagram. Wow. Yeah, I like like massive companies. I think I think Instagram's really become the ugly stepdaughter and everyone loves TikTok now and they've got to do a lot of stuff to get us interested again. Well, I would agree with I would agree with you on that. Here's another yeah. post from your Instagram. Reuters. Yeah. What well, Give me the give me the backstory on this. 
You said four okay, years. So you said four the, years ago you wanted the last word. Give me the backstory. So for like a couple more than four years ago, I was trying to start a consumer pack, a consumer packaged good and alcohol company, um, with my money that I had put together from my OnlyFans actually. And it didn't do well because it's a super supply chain intensive business mm -hmm. and all businesses like that, especially new brands just got wiped out during the pandemic. But one thing that I did was I bought a new business. I, I had some money for press releases and I was told to use Reuters, even though there's better like people for this kind of press release than Reuters. Gotcha. And I used it and it was not only horrible but they tried to like make me pay so many times and it wasn't clear as to like what i was even paying for and then i was like what are you guys doing and that it was just it was just crazy they were really disorganized for a company that is has like such a long-term reputation as like being kind of like a godfather of press that they would be that unprofessional mm. So you finally got the last word. I did. You did. <laughs> I did. Wonderful. And they also spread in, they also got called out by Elon Musk. So I think that, I think that it's, they're just trying to, trying to get through this one. You got, you got satisfaction now. I got satisfaction. I feel like I won. <laughs> Holly Treat. Listen, uh, it was a pleasure having you here. You got, you got to, you, you, you got to come back. You know, I would love to come back. The, the secret agent 007 Holly Treat. You know, um, I'm not gonna listen. I'm not gonna blow your cover because I know you got a whole lot of things going on, and you know, a lot, like I said, a I lot, what, a lot, what you do. Hopefully, is, they cast me as some James Bond character too after this, right? <laughs> <laughs> they might. They might. They, they might. might. They might. You know, uh, but before I let you go. You know, what is, if you can give us something, what would be your six months year plan? Where do you see yourself going and where do you see, how you see social media played a role in that, if it plays a role? Um, Social media is definitely going to play a huge role. I think I've kind of like, like subscribed in life, if you will, to the content creation life. I can't imagine a life where I'm not creating content. Like I don't, even if I'm some old lady and I'm not monetizing through OnlyFans anymore, I'm still gonna like be doing old lady break dancing somewhere while I'm like making cookies. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> I'll go for but, that. <laughs> but in the next five years, I have actually been starting to work again in PR and media and, um, and press for the kind of like, bespoke marketing plans if you will mm. and okay. <laughs> um so that's definitely a business and agency that i'm going to be building up over the next couple of years um i would love to figure out how to actually sell my jewelry but even if i don't actually sell it i'll still be making it for myself and um i also don't know i don't i don't know if i'm gonna want to stay single or if i'm gonna or what that's gonna look like Hey, listen, I, I, there's so much we got to check back listen, in. Listen, we, we, we can come back and do, you know, the dating, the Holly dating show, right? Ooh. Come back and do that. We can have three contestants. Hold on. Listen, we can have three contestants 
And rather you see them, they just, they just speak. And based upon their voice, you describe what they look like. If you get it wrong, you don't date them, right? So they would have to be on their P's and Q's and their verbiage would have to be on point in order to convince you that you should be dating them. This sounds like a show for like sapiosexuals, like people who are like, like mentally like people, you know what I mean? Like they're more into your mind than, than your body. It sounds like, like right. that kind of That's why you, 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 you want them to speak, you know? Yeah. And then, then we reveal what they look like, you know? I like that. Yeah. We'll come back. Don't worry. We've got time. We've got a lot of time. You know, a lot of I, I have could... been one to, to really get turned on by a hot voice. So, gotcha. <laughs> so that's, that's true. Gotcha. Well, Holly, it was a pleasure having you here. Uh, <laughs> I would love you, for Jake. you to come back and uh, you're more than welcome to come back anytime, but it was a pleasure having you here. Thank you for stopping by. Thank you so much, Keiko. It was great being here. Thanks. All right. You take care. Bye. Bye.